Lord. Good morning. Welcome to Robert's Avenue Baptist Church. This is the day the Lord has made. We should rejoice and be glad in it. If you're visiting with us this morning, we want to welcome you and ask you to take the time to fill out the little visitor card you'll find in front of you. This place is an awesome place to come around so we can have a record of your visit. We would greatly appreciate that. If you're joining us this morning on our live stream, we also want to welcome you and ask God's special blessing upon you. Ask you to consider being a part of our live services right here in Robert's Avenue Baptist Church. Come and be a part of what Father God is doing at RABC. Let me tell you, God is doing a new thing at Robertson Avenue Baptist Church. Why? Because there are new hearts here. There's new souls here. And let me tell you, God is working in them. Can I get an amen this morning? If you are grateful God woke you up, can you say amen? God gave us a new day. That's a day in which we can praise Him and worship Him. This is Sunday morning. This is the day the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, starts praising God. Hallelujah. I don't know about y'all, but I'm already preaching myself happy this morning. Can't help but a little bit. My goodness, what's going on? Robertson Avenue Baptist Church. Well, yesterday we had a wonderful uh, outreach. We had our church yard sale. It was a lot of fun. I want to give a special thank you to each and every one of you that worked out there and those of you that helped set it up and organize it. Those of you that worked tirelessly in moving those tables and chairs and things like that and putting them back. God bless you. Thank you for everything you do. And for those of you that sit outside tirelessly in the sun and got red, God bless you too. Amen? Blessed be the name of the Lord. I wore shorts yesterday so my legs are as red as they can be. True. I got sunburn on the legs. You say, what did you do last night? I was up all night. <laughs> so I'm not going to be moving around too much. A little sore here this morning. All right. So what is going on at RABC? Well, we have actually several things coming up today. Of course, we're going to have at 4 o'clock our ministry team meeting. We postponed that last week. So please come and be a part of that if you're on the ministry team. We have several items that are going to be coming up. So plan to be a part of that 4 o'clock. 4.30, we're going to have choir practice. We're going to be in the choir room. You need to be there. Choir needs to practice in this. If you missed out on some choir practices lately, come and be a part of it this afternoon and find out what God is doing in the Robertson Avenue Choir. Uh, later on at 6 o'clock, we're going to have our evening worship services. Come and be a part of that as well. Let me tell you, you don't want to miss that sermon tonight. You don't want to miss that. But come and be a part of that as well. Uh, with that being said, I want to remind you, church, that uh, on Tuesday we have our ladies' Bible study at 9.30 in the morning and at 6.30 in the evening. You're welcome to be a part of that. Wednesday night, prayer service, Bible study right here in the sanctuary at 6.30. And, of course, Thursday, men's Bible study at 6.30 in the classroom back there back. So, other than that, that's our upcoming event. Uh, Saturday, we'll be having men's prayer breakfast. I'll see you if someone gets right to me in a second. Okay. Amen. And what's not to like eating in a Baptist church? Praise God. So uh, we're going to have uh, an Italian fundraiser that's actually coming up on May 27th uh, from 5.30 to 8. Uh, I believe the cost is $10 a plate. And that fundraiser is going to fund our Operation Christmas Child Shipping. So come and be a part of that. Esther's doing the cooking, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you get tickets from the office or from Esther herself. And so uh, we're selling them from 9 to 2 in the office. So Please, parents, make sure to be a part of that. Also, the rental youth program is still going on. So get with the youth. I understand they're booked from now till uh, I think June. Is that right? So if you still have a moment, get with Brandon and rent those youth to get out and take care of that pesky chore you've been putting off. All right, yes. Come on. 
And there's a small fee of five ninety nine. Go ahead. User is really busy this summer. Praise God for that. Keep them in prayer. They're going to be doing everything from driving here to the prayer garden walk. The youth camp. They're going to two youth camps this summer. The one's coming up in June. I think one's in July. Is that right, Brandon? So, two youth camps. So, if you're interested in that, get the Brandon. Get some more information on that. Get your kid enrolled and involved. God is doing things. We're welcome to have you back to church. All right. Once again, I uh, want to remind you guys that Saturday we have a men's prayer breakfast at 7 a.m. So come and be a part of that. Following 8.30, we'll have our security team meeting. John at security. You can be there for that. Uh, uh, this time, we have a little bit of a different time frame, but our administrative team is meeting at 9.30 due to the objects and the subject we're talking about. So uh, come and be a part of that at 9.30. And then, of course, uh, Vacation Bible School Workshop at 10.30 to 12. That's our final one for the year. Is that right, Mr. Murphy? 10 to 12. Thank you very much. 10 to 12. Not 10.30, but 10 to 12. That's the final one for the year. And if you're going to be a part of BBS, you need to be at that meeting. That's what you're going to find out. Who needs a background check? Who doesn't? You need to be there and be a part of that meeting. So, uh, BBS just around the corner. It's coming up in June. So, please be in prayer about that. It's a wonderful outreach to our community. And I'm expecting the biggest turnout we've had in years. So, please be in prayer about our Vacation Bible School. And be, please be a part of Vacation Bible School workshop. All right. Well, once again, volunteer opportunity at the Rabbit Fest that starts this week. Uh, we're needing some drivers to get out and drive in those golf carts. And uh, we're looking for about three to four of them. And you need to be 18 or over. And you need to be willing to stay a while, but you get to witness. You get to get out about some tracks. You get to invite them to the Rabbit Fest Church. And you get to drive a golf cart. I don't know about you, but that's enough to get me there, right? I think that's enough to make the Presbyterian start saying amen. I get to drive a golf cart. Praise God. So, uh, if you're interested in that, get with Monica and office. We'll have time and availability for you. So, actually, we'd like to split some of the shifts up a little bit so the more the volunteers, the better it is. And, uh, so, I think that's about it for our current announcements, unless we still have an item of the month. Do you think we still have that? Not as long. So we'll pick that back up in June. So, all right, then. He said it's ham. That's item of the month. All right, well, I think that's everything that we have. Unless I've forgotten something. No? Are you sure? That was a lot of stuff. Uh, oh, thank you very much. Baby Bottle Boomerang is still going on. So we have several of them still out there in the foyer. You can find out. If you get one, please put your name there, and there's a number on that bottle. So please write that number down that corresponds with the bottle you take. And fill it up with loose pocket change, fill it up with cash, put a check in it, however you want to do it. Return it by Father's Day, and that uh, baby bottle boomerang and what you put in there goes to fund our hope pregnancy here at Top Show. So please carefully consider being a part of that as well. What a wonderful ministry that is, and that helps provide people who are hurting 
people who need some education on pregnancy and people who are abortion-minded, and it helps them show the truth of the Word of God, that children are a inheritance and a blessing from the Lord. Amen? And so be in prayer about that. Get one of those things and fill it up and let God go to work to accomplish faith. All right. With that being said, let's go to the Lord in prayer. And after we pray, we say, God, and welcome one another. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your house this morning. And I'm asking, Lord, for a double portion of your spirit. I'm asking, Lord, that we would worship you in truth and spirit, Lord. And may we feel your spirit, Lord. And know that you'll be with us and that you'll never leave us for forsaken. We have a couple of church members that are out there, Lord. And we have that one in the hospital. Let's ask you to bless them, Lord. Touch them your spirit. Feed them. Bring them safe to home, Lord. And get them back quickly to their families, to their friends, to their loved ones, and to their church. I'm praying, Lord, that as we celebrate you this morning, that you touch each and every one of us. If there's anyone who needs to come to know you, or anyone who needs to get their heart right with you, we don't save you that day. So we give you the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name.
love that caused you to laugh? And go to beautiful children. You know, some of us just didn't go with them, don't we? You know, they had a wonderful time there at the Children's Church. So, please always be a fair and try to do things in your own life. You have your Bible. Here, and he gives us the first advice here to say, number one of the top 
like children. He says, never, ever, ever trust a dog to watch your food. That makes sense, doesn't it? Two. This is from Michael, who's age 14. He says, hey, guys, when your dad is mad and he asks you, do I look stupid? Don't answer that. Another Michael, another Michael who's also 14 years old and they tell the street, he says, never tell your mom her diet's not working. Randy, who's nine years old, says this advice to us. He says, stay away from food. Robert, who's 13 years old and lives on a ranch in Texas, says, do not, do not use an electric chair as a toilet. I think that's good advice. Nerona, who's 13 years old, who also lives on a ranch here in Central Texas, she says, don't squat with your spurs on. Sounds like a woman of experience. Number seven, Emily, she's 10 years old. She says, do not pull your dad's finger, no matter how many times you ask. And your dad knows about that one. Number eight, this is Talia, who's 11 years old. She says, when your mom is mad at you and mad at your dad, do not let her brush their hair. I have no daughters, but I have walked by. I've been pastoring and visiting people's houses, and I see when they're mad at their little girls. Brush their hair, brush their hair hard, don't stop. Number nine, number nine, Tracy, who's 14 years old, says never allow your three-year-old brother to the same room as your two to find out. You know, she's one of those that cares about all ladies all the time, isn't she? Number ten, Mitchell, who's 12 years old, says do, don't sneeze, do not sneeze in front of your mom when you eat crackers. Andrew's nine says puppies still have bad breath even after eating a kick pack. Yo Yo, who's nine years old, says never hold a duck buster at a cat at the same time. Yeah, that just sounds like trouble, doesn't it? Amir, who's nine years old, says you can't hide a piece of broccoli in your glass of milk. Kelly, who's eleven, this is number fourteen, says don't wear polka dot underclothing under your white shorts. We need to tell people at Walmart about that, don't we? Number 15. This is from Naomi, who's 15 years old. I must be sitting wrong with her normal older folks at 15, though. She says, if you want a kitten, start out by asking your mom for a horse. Lauren, who's nine years old, says, self markers are not good.
became the best cut leader. The best cut leader. And they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch them. So he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hand on him, he asked him if he saw anything. He looked up and said, I've seen men like trees walking. Then he put his hands on his eyes again and made him look up. And he was restored and saw everyone clearly. Then he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into the town nor tell anyone in the town. This passage is 100% exclusive.
about him. I'll take the blame for that, or I'll take the rap for that. No, no, no. You will give account to God all by yourself. No one can take the rap for you. No one can take the blame for you. No one can pay the price for you. You will stand in front of Jesus Christ, and you will give account to God alone. That means that every time someone has offered the gospel, the good news, the grace of God, Jesus Christ, the cross, every time you've denied it, every time you walk away from it, you will give Matthew 12, verse 36 says, But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. That's Hebrews 4, 13. Uh, actually tells us in verse 13, There's no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Did you read it over to the To him whom we have to do with. To the one you got to stand in front of and the one you got to talk to. And there's going to be no one there with you.
tells us all judgment has been given. Alone you decide to trust Jesus, or alone you say, I don't want to go. Jesus took that man by the hand, sir. He reached out and took him by the hand and led him away from those people. Can you get this picture in your mind's eye? The Christ leading the blind man out of the village to later say, Behold! That blind man out, and later he said, Behold, you're beholding the poor blind eyes, not seeing, being taken from his friend's family and his life. He had to surrender his life to Jesus. Are you getting the picture here? He had to follow this stranger. He had to follow Jesus, who he never met before. That means he had to place himself at the complete mercy of Jesus Christ. And that's what every sinner in this world needs to do. You need to call on Jesus who can save you because there's no one else who can. You've got to put yourself at His mercy because there's none other who can save. Amen? This mighty man put his hand in the hand of the He walked in all the low and all those friends that were so cool and all those friends that kept them laughing and giggling and smacked them on the back saying, you're pretty cool for a blind guy.
see people that look like trees. I want to ask you this question. What do you see? What do you look at when you look at your neighbor? Do you see a man or do you see someone who's tree-like? Are you understanding where I'm going here this morning? Do you see them as God's children, as God's people, as God's creation, fearfully and wonderfully made? Or do you see them as just a tree? When you look at your neighbor, what do you see? And this guy had a problem. He had a problem. He couldn't see people for what they really were. He said, they look like trees. They're not really human-like to me. They're kind of far away. And you know what? Let me get on my soapbox for a minute. That's what people are doing to those poor, precious, innocent little babies in the mother's womb. They're saying they're not human beings. They're just a couple. You know what they're really saying? They're saying they're just trees. Just chop them down. Just kill them. I want you to know that Jesus said you've got to look again because that's a precious, innocent, human life. Amen? When you look at them, what do you see? Do you see people or do you see trees? Perhaps you've been a Christian for years, and somewhere down the line, you've taken your eyes off of Jesus, and you've started looking at people, and they don't look like people anymore. They're starting to look like trees. They're starting to look like things you don't care about. You've got to get back to Jesus and start looking at people through Jesus. Can I get an amen on that? When you look at people, you've got to look at them with God. When you look at people, you got to see them with God's eyes. And I want you to know there isn't one person in this world that Jesus did not die for. He gave his life. Why? Because he loved you and he thinks you're worth dying for. Why does he think you're worth dying for? Because he made you. And now he wants to redeem you because he has What do you see when you look at people? Are you caught up in the color of the tree? Are you caught up in the gender of the tree? Are you caught up in if whether or not it's an evergreen or it's a Spanish oak? What do you look at when you look at other people? When you look at other people? Are they not This blind man knew what a tree was. Thing I had to do when I went to 
you chose to stay with your alcohol, your drugs, your pornography, or you chose to stay lying and scheming and hiding from your spouse, you know what's going to happen.
on the word, Pastor. Yeah. Oh. 
And I'm asking you, Father God, to bring us to you. Thank you. Rearrange us, remake us, renew us, Lord. And ask us to look to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come with your sing. Just as I am. Come on. Hallelujah. All right. With that being said, 